What's up, everybody? This is the one and only Miss Chris. I'm so happy to be back for another beautiful week. I just want to start by saying that, first of all, thank you so much. Because, you know, I've been going out a lot this week and I was able to witness a lot of beautiful performance. A few ones that I really want to mention, for example, the Silent Hill performance. You know, Mimi Virus, she tore that place down. You had to be there at NDQ, I think, yesterday. Last night, you had to be there, Miss Virus. She, she showed us the light at the end of the tunnel. If I do say so myself, if you were there, you'll get the reference. But, and I also want to give a shout out to Antonia. I got to see her perform last weekend at Ursa, the weekend before, which, let me tell you one thing. The girl is a vocalist, the girl can sing, and the girl can perform and host a crowd. So y'all better check her out. I'm going to play some of her music alongside later. And I also want to give a shout out to my good sis, Miss Glozy, alongside Osman. I know they're working on some amazing stuff. You know, they're laying low right now, but you guys should keep a, keep an eye on them because... There's some stuff coming out along the way. And one of the shout-outs, the last one, before we get into the show today, I want to give a big special thanks to the team of um, La Journée des Suites Cliniques de Montréal, you know, the medical conference that I got to perform that few days ago on Friday. You guys were amazing. The conversations, everything was just... Everything up perfect. The mic is way better right now. So everything was just going amazingly well. The, the conference was just... It w- you had to be there, and I know I told you guys that it wasn't like a public event, that's why I didn't post about it too much, but just being able to sit there and listen to all these amazing researchers and doctors and just people in the medical field that really show you showed me that there's some trust and hope to have in the medical field in terms of how they treat. Because, you know, as a marginalized person, we all know how it feels sometimes to go to the doctor. You never know who you're going to run into in terms of what kind of doctor you're going to run into. Because some of these, you know, they call themselves doctors, they have all the credentials for it, but socially and just in terms of dealing with people they don't quite have the touch you know they don't quite have the magical touch that you would expect a doctor to have but the conference really showed me hope and some amazing work that's currently being doing in the city so shout out to the whole team of Journée d'études cliniques Dr. Nathalie Gaucher and Liv Christophe Tra love you guys now today today as I posted about it last week we're talking about time time is of the essence this episode is about time pun intended (laughs) this is basically about time because one thing that i always felt about time in terms of um relationships and whatnot is you know when people say that time heals all wounds well i believe that time will tell you about somebody's true color because only time will tell only time will tell and also just letting you know guys in advance that I've been going through the little CKUT archive earlier today, and I know that they have a lot of sound effects. I'm not saying that we might be using them today, but I'll be baptizing those sound effects very soon. So you better put your speakers up or, you know, put the headphones out of your ears and not too close because shit going to be blasting. (laughs) But yes, time basically. So the concept on the episode of time and before we really get now, we're going to get into it soon. But one last thing. If you guys want to call, if you guys want to email, I know sometimes it's a bit, you know, waiting online, it's unsure, you're not sure. Just wait it out. You know, good things come to those who wait. And like we do here, you tell me something good, I'll tell you something better. <laughs> so just wait in line if you want to call, if you want to tell me something about that you feel could relate to this episode, or if you just want to say hi, call, wait in line, and we'll get to you shortly. Now we can start the episode. So basically, yes, time. The idea for the concept of time. So I was thinking recently, I was like, shit, because, you know, my sisterhood is everything. I always tell people, my girls are my family, they're my everything. And I'm very, 
even though I know a lot of people, I get around, you know, the girl gets around, the girl knows people, people know me. But I still value time and sense that only time can tell me about somebody's true intentions, somebody's true colors. And that's when you deal with people in terms of business. That's when you deal with people in terms of relationship. That's when you deal in, with people in terms of sharing space or just being in the same community or whatnot with them. And over the time, over the years, one thing that I've learned is that as much as time can, to a certain extent, heal the wounds, you know, it'll make you feel better, you'll get over it. Time will also let you know what was really going on. Because when I say time will tell, if somebody's really keeping up a front, holding an image, holding a whole situation, you know, a facade to you, that person could only hold it for so long. Because somebody's true colors will always shine through. And that's and the pejorative and the bad sense of the way as well as the good sense of the way because it's in times it's in moments of dire need that you really see who your friends are who the people that you can count on are you know now if i was to give you my own little experience with how time will show you of somebody's true colors i could take it back to years ago years 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 ago child once again i'm you know, you always preach about self-awareness and knowing who you are as a person and knowing what you have to work on, your flaws and all, quoting Miss Beyonce. But one thing that I do know for myself in terms of what I should be working on is that I'm, you know, I'm, I can get quite, I'm, I'm, I'm hard. To, I, I, if I'm choosing my words carefully because, you know, I don't want to be too crude or too cussing-wise on, you know, on, on air, you know, we have to keep somewhat of a decorum. But I'm one tough bitch when it comes to forgiving people, honey. <laughs> one thing about me, honey, I'll take it to the grave. What she did to me October 2012, 2012, October 2012, I remember it vividly and I'll take that shit down to the grave. You come to my funeral, I might be popping out of the, of the, of the coffin myself to let you know what you did. Trust and believe. But I'm working on it. Like I say, you have to be self-aware. I know one of the things I do have to work on is that part of myself I have to forgive. But is forgiveness, can forgiveness be that easy when time wants, like I said, when time will tell, when time lets you know about somebody's true intention? Because now, let me take it to the story. Cause, and I'm not even going to go full in details because I was talking about it with somebody else. Shout out to Juan, to Juan recently. I was talking about it outside. And, you know, I'd be putting my business out like that every Monday for you guys. I'd be putting my whole situations out. And yet, you people don't really know who Miss Chris is. Ain't that a thing? <laughs> So basically, without putting too much of my business out, even though I'm a very transparent person, one of the times that I really had the most um, vivid understanding of how time will tell and time really shows you somebody's true colors is years ago, years, 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 years ago, right? I had this, um, this pretty strong falling out with someone. And this was somebody that I was really seeing as a like a sibling, I still see that person as somewhat of a sibling right now because, you know, we made up through the years, but at the time it was somebody I was really, you know, seeing as my only family, as the only person that would really be able to, to a certain extent, call in times of need. If, God forbid, something was to happen to me, there were the emergency contact. And while me and that person, without getting into many details, we had a huge falling out, which was based on what I always felt was a um, difference in values or just understanding. Because, you know, you can always say, because I used to be the type to, whenever I have an issue with somebody, it's, I'll come for your values. I'll come for the way you were raised, honey. I'll say it. You were not raised up. You were dragged up. And if I had a little boom sound effect, I'd be, if I had a dragging sound effect, you know what, Jack? Let me get a little dragging sound effect for next week. I'm going to get into that. But, you know, I used to tell people, you're dragged up in these Montreal streets. 
But one thing that time did tell me about that person and just that situation in general is that sometimes it's just a matter of not understanding and sometimes it's just a matter of giving you guys the time to take some space, you know, just space away from each other and from the the group of friends, whatever you had the issues with, to just be able to reassess. Because just like Nikki said on a, was it all, thing, all Things Go? Sometimes you have to sit back and decipher what they really meant. And I stand by that. I believe that. Because people listen to answer. That's one thing that I've realized over the years. People will listen to answer to you. It's all a game of tits for tats. They'll listen to get back at you. But I wish and I hope and I feel that if we were all collectively just taking the time to listen to each other, to know what what the other person means. Because you can't form an opinion. You can't form an opinion on somebody if you don't know what the person means. Now you're out here telling people this and that. But the entire time you just misunderstood. And once again, time will tell. Time will show you the, the person's true colors. Because I used to, you know, I used to think that person was so evil. I used to think that person had it out for to me, and I used to think all of those things about that person. But for you know, fast forward to now, and we made up, and we were able to have this conversation a few months ago. Where we just came to an understanding that at the time we couldn't see eye to eye. We were both too angry, and we needed the space for the both of us to understand where each other was standing in terms of feelings and why was the other person hurt and sometimes like i always tell people you wait, wait a damn it let me have a little sip because this is getting real you know it's getting real anybody's inquiring i'm drinking a bubbly bubbly lime no this is not an ad this is just me letting you know what's good <laughs> so basically me and that person had this little talk and understanding that the person was not an evil person it was just once again, uh, misunderstanding. And when I say misunderstanding, because misunderstanding is a pretty broad term. It was just, we were not, we were pretty much not understanding each other's point of view. And it took time for us to really be able to sit back, decipher, and understand what the other person meant. And in that sense, time showed me that the person's true colors were indeed true. That person's heart was truthful. That person, even if that moment I might have fe- felt like the, um, their intentions were not at the right space. Looking back, I can tell. This is just somebody that was hurt, and I was hurt too. I have my part in this. You know, I had my part in it. But at the same time, the same way time can let you know about somebody's kindness and truthfulness and all the other beautifulnesses, time would also let you know when that person is crooked. Yes, I said crooked. Now, I have met my share of crooked individuals, and yeah, I haven't met crooked myself, but... <laughs> I've been in these streets, and you know how these streets be. It's in Montreal, it's Montreal. The potholes are real. So when I say crooked, I mean crooked people for crooked streets. But it's a nice city, you know, everybody, every city around the world has, has its share of little crookedness. You know, I've been to New York. Shout out to New York. <laughs> I've been to other cities in this country as well. Shout out to Toronto. If we want to talk about crooked, let's talk about Toronto. Now, I've always said, and I stand by it, and I'm saying this on air. I am the one that said, and that feels that Toronto is a miserable city with miserable people. There is something in the air. There is something over there. And I've witnessed, you know, some people from that, from that city bring that shit to Montreal. Don't bring it over here. Some of these Toronto girls are baddies. Some of these Toronto girls are bad bitches. And the dolls and the cunt girls and all of whatnot and all the amazing artists and everything. But some of y'all just be bringing that wickedness to Montreal. We don't need that over here. Girl, we barely make enough money in the city as is. You think we have time to bring up that wickedness on top of the brokenness? We're trying to make it out alive. We're trying to make it all happy. And what's so crazy is that Montreal, as happy as we are, 
as um you know underprivileged i would say compared to toronto for example as we are we are one hell of a happy city one thing about the girls here you'll find anybody chilling at park jean Mons in the middle of the day and drinking a pab's blue ribbon on ice with a good joint you know we have this little joie de vivre this way of living life here you know it's it's a different way so toronto people step back i'm the one telling you that now back to time <laughs> so basically time will let you know when somebody's crooked now when it comes to trusting people i understand when it comes to trusting and getting in relationships with people because when i say times in relations to time telling you what somebody's true colors are like it's also because i often have this conversation with some of my close friends right because I'm from the school that believes that, let me bring the microphone closer when I'm about to say this, I will not be getting in a relationship with someone under three months. There is no such thing as a three months rule for a relationship. Are you crazy? What do I know about you in three months? No, I'm pushing the microphone back. <laughs> what do I know about you in three months, right? I barely know your mother's name. I barely, I barely know your landlord's last name. You think I'm about to put my whole life in your hands? And it's so funny because you guys know how much I'm always adamant on speaking on do not give your whole being to someone when you get in a relationship. Your first relationship is with yourself. But the thing is, when you start getting into an actual relationship, right, you put the boundaries, you put the rules, you put the, the labels and whatnot. What do, you, what do you truly know about that person in, in three months? What do you really know? You know? And that goes back to time will tell because just recently, now, I once again, I'm not the type to put my whole business out in these streets like that, but this is a show about Ask Miss Chris, and if I'm asking, if you want to ask Miss Chris, Miss Chris has to tell you something to ask about. I have to make you think of something. So recently, I had a huge falling out with a friend, right? But I'm telling you, that falling out had me shook. That falling out had me sitting in my room smoking cigarettes like that New York meme. You know Tiffany Pollard and Flavor Flav when she, when she was sitting in the backyard smoking that cigarette with the wife beater and the black sunglasses on? I was looking like this. Walking around the house, stopping in front of each window, cursing that person's name, looking at the backyard. Mm. To do this to me, could you believe? But listen, oh, I'm listening. Oh my God, I'm getting some messages. So some people are telling me that it's not working on the CKUT. Listen, I'm going to see what we can do. We're currently working on it. But for the ones that are listening, hey thank you for being there god god willing you're here by the grace of god and by the power of belief <laughs> but yes we're working on it so i'll keep you guys updated if you have anything mm -mm. so yes back to the time now my thing about time and getting to know somebody is that once again time will tell you can only but trust time when it comes to getting to know someone and i'm the one that made that mistake myself because that person is somebody that I introduced to my friend group, you know, so quickly, which is so funny because when it comes to relationships, I'm always the one saying, don't be introducing your niggas and your bitches to your friend group so quickly. Because the type of friend that I am, first of all, is the type of friend that I am is if one of my girls, one of my boys brings, you know, a significant other, while Mrs. Mr. Significant Other, you on thin ice, I'll trust you as far as they can trust you. And as soon as it's done with them, I'm done with you. Now, we might be, I might see you on the sidewalk, I might see you in the mailand, I might see you in the hood, you know, I be getting around, I be getting around town, I have some, I know people have stuff around town to do, I have some business to attend, so whenever I see you out in these streets, I'll say hi, I'm Lorcas, ça va, mm-hmm, yes, but that's as far as we're talking, and that's as far as we're going, because I have a certain boundaries when it comes to 
we're not about to mix and match and Christian mingle this situation out. You are my girls, man. Not my friend. And when it comes to trusting people, I always tell my friends, don't be introducing your significant other too quick to your friends. Don't be doing this. Because, listen, not every friend that you have goes by the same. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. People feel differently about everything. But not everybody has the same feeling and mindset as I have when it comes to friends and boyfriend relationships and friendship with the boyfriend and the girlfriend, whatever and stuff. So not everybody feels the same way that I do. And I was the one that had to learn the price years ago because I was dating this one person, right? I introduced that person to my friend of group at the time. Now, me and that person, we had a... One thing about me, I can forgive a lot. But there's only so much disrespect I can take. Especially because you people know me, you people listening, you guys, because you know me, you like me, I love you too, allegedly. <laughs> no, I do love you. But you people know that I am not the one, I am not the third, I am not the buy, and I'm not the one to try. Alright? So, when it comes to disrespect, there's only so much I can take. And when that took place with that person, well, I was ready to cut ties. I pulled that uh, Mary J. Blige story, J.P. Henson movie shit, and I put all their garbage and, you know, all their shit in garbage bags. Come pick it up before the garbage man does. And after doing so, well, guess what? That friend was that, that ex was still very close to my friend group of the time. And I can't even blame them because I have myself to blame. I'm the one that brought that person around. I'm the one that brought that person everywhere we were going, introducing them to our friend group, introducing them to our dynamics and stuff. So once you do that, how can you fully expect your friends to cut ties because you have decided to cut ties? You were saying that this was the love of your life. You were saying that you're about to have children and baby carriage with a white picket fence in Arizona. <laughs> you were selling a dream. You were buying that dream for yourself. But now that the dream has run short, everybody's supposed to stop seeing their dreams for, them, for that person. Which takes me back to what I said. Had you taken your time to get to know that person? Had you taken, taken your time to let time show you that person's true colors and intentions? You wouldn't be in that situation. Now, we're going to go for a quick little ad break. And I'll be right back with you with some beautiful music also. Because like I told you guys, I'm going to let you know about the, new, the girls in the scene that you should really check out. But this is time for a little ad break. The Ukrainian National Federation presents a benefit concert for Ukraine, featuring live performances by the Bar Brothers, so-called Demai Denai, and Mumorosi. All proceeds go to the Canada-Ukraine Foundation. Taking place Saturday, April 16th at the Ukraine National Federation, 405 Fairmount Avenue West. Doors at 6 p.m., music at 7.30. Tickets will be on sale at the door and advanced tickets can be purchased at thepointofsale.com slash tickets slash U-K-R-A-I-D-E. Tickets are $30 in advance and $40 at the door. Merch from St. Javelin will also be on sale at the event. Join us for this very special community event in support of Ukraine. Sponsored by Circa Distilleries and CKUT. You are never alone. We are back. And as we are back, we're about to do something very funny. You guys can't see it because we're not live yet. We're about this another thing. I have so many things coming up for you guys on this show. You think this little Ask Miss Chris is cute? Wait for summertime when this is about to get ghetto. This is about to be like some hot 97 shit. Wait for it. Tune in in the summer. We have a lot of things coming out. But yeah, I'm about to do a little thing differently because as, as I was mentioning earlier, we were having a little problem with um, the CKUT um, listening thing, but it should be going on well right now. And I'm about to post on Instagram. So 
as I'm currently talking to you, I'm also recording, which is about to be very funny for the ones watching later. But everything seems to be everything seems to be good on the CKUT website. So check it out. If there's any problem, hit me up. You know my line. You know the number. Let's get back to the show. Yes. So back to the time. Back to time. So yeah, time being, time will tell. Me and that person at the time, the ex, right? I couldn't but blame my. I couldn't blame anybody but myself. And that's something I learned. That's something I learned, and that's something that I implemented in my personal life. I don't be doing the same mistake again. You can ask any of my friends. I don't mix and mingle. Men's and girls. And this says that the gentleman friend. And when I say gentleman friend, it's a nice way to saying, you know, the kind of friend you do some chacha slide or resentfully in the bed with. Those kind of friends. Well, these, you have to, you have to show me your true colors. You have to, time, you don't even have to show me because time will tell once again. Time will show me. And I cannot stress enough. And I cannot stress this enough because I sadly had to learn recently that the same can be said for friendships. Now, we're in a time, especially coming out of this pandemic, right, where we all want to just be outside. We all we all just want to be in groups of people, seeing the people that we haven't, the people that we haven't seen, getting with the people that we don't know yet, getting with all the cuties. Because one thing about this city, this city is full of hot people. You can be walking around anywhere in the city, and you'll find some cute people. It cannot be said for everywhere. That is that is a fact. But one thing about Montreal people, we have a different flair. We have a different little something about it. You know, a little flavor to it, which. Another shout out that I forgot, which is an amazing, which is a milestone. For those who don't know, let me give you a little uh, break on this time will tell concept, and I'm gonna give you a little history lesson. For those who don't know, there used to be once upon a time, once upon a time, there used to be a supermodel called Yasmin Gari. Miss Yasmin was booking Valentino. Miss Yasmin was the Chanel girl. Miss Yasmin was the what else? She was doing Lanvin. She was doing all of them. She was one of the first non-white women. To really get those big um, cosmetic deals, right? Like Revlon and everything. Well, Miss Yasmin is a Montreal girl, honey. She is one of our own from the West Island. And Yasmin recently just got on social media after, I think, almost 30 years hiatus. Because if you know fashion, you know that Yasmin walked away one day in the middle of the Yves Saint Laurent show, I think, if I'm right, in the 90s, late 90s. She walked out last minute. And next, you know, she was married to a rich, successful lawyer. And she never turned back. But few we- few days ago, I think a few days ago, maybe a week and a half, she just got back on social media. She just actually got on social media because she never had one to begin with. And she's just been posting and, you know, letting us know how she's been and giving us a little inside dive into her life of a supermodel. Because this is, once again, one of her own. So shout out to Miss Yasmin Gari. You better follow her on social media, Instagram, the Pakistani baddie. But anyways, so back to the time will tell. Yeah. You have to learn. I had to learn the hard way because recently I had a huge falling out with a friend. Now, I felt differently about introducing my friend because, you know, once again, this was different than a little sex fling or a little summertime loving situation. This was somebody that I, in that moment, you know, saw as as a sister, right? And without getting into too many details, me and that person had this, you know, sometimes you can't just be mixing too much, especially... With the pandemic, we, I wouldn't say become dependent, but I, I feel like there was, which is a good thing, we all have this sense of community, right? We have this amazing sense of sense of sisterhood, this amazing sense of just looking out for each other, especially in those times and where everybody is struggling in a sense. People are just trying to get by. 
The girls are trying to perform. The girls are trying to throw events. The girls are trying to release their projects. The girls are trying to get jobs. So, you know, we're all looking out for each other, especially in the queer community. And it's something that I find so beautiful and so endearing. And it's it, it fills my heart with joy. But at the same time, we do have to remember one thing. Queerness doesn't mean that we all are supposed to get along. We are still human beings at the end. We cannot just base friendships and sisterhoods and on the basis of tra- trauma bonding almost. Or simply identity politics. Because one thing that I had to find out over the years is somebody being queer, somebody having the same gender identity as you, somebody being from the same marginalized group as you, does not mean that they'll do you right. Because only time will tell what type of values the person has. And I will agree. I'm not going to act as if most queer people don't have better values than most cis-side people. I stand by that. To a certain extent. <laughs> but I stand by that. In terms of respect. You will often feel more respected and validated with people of your kind. People from your community. People from your, you know, marginalized group whatsoever. But mm. it's a little bubbly child. <laughs> but you know, back to the feelings and the community. You cannot simply base your sisterhood and friendships on the basis on I am a queer person and so is she. Therefore, we're going to take over the world. This, I wish it could work like that. I really do. But what you're going to find out sadly along the way is, along the road is that identity doesn't make shared values. That depends on the way the person was once again was raised. But not only that, because some people were raised amazingly. Some people were raised with those outstanding parents, which... Talking about parenthood, I am working on for something very nice for you guys, and I just want to point it out. If for um, Mother's Day, Mother's Day, right? I want to do a little special mother episode. And if you guys have um, a relationship with your mom where you guys would feel comfortable with Miss Chris coming to your little home and interviewing you, let me know. I already have some uh, some friends that would put me in contact with their moms. I love their moms. I know them so. I have few mothers to talk to, but if you have dads, mothers, if you were raised by an auntie, let me know. And especially if you're a queer person and you feel you have that relationship with your um, parent or whatever, let me know. We can have a little talk because I want to give a special shout out to outstanding parents. But back to sisterhood and motherhood and whatnot. So, you know, some people were raised by outstanding people and still will decide to make the to make the wrong choices. And that has nothing to do. You would think it has. You would think it would have everything to do with the way they were raised, but it doesn't. Because once again, it's all a point of perspective. What I'm finding out is, once again, I know myself and I know what I have to work on. I know I can be very angry. I'm not. I'm never gonna curse you out unless you're. You know, if you're sending from me, I'll send back. If you're sending from me, you might not find me, but I'll find you back. Don't worry, I'll curse you out. But I'm not prone to do that, unprovoked or even highly provoked. But one thing that I do know is that I have to learn to forgive. I have to learn to be able to see perspectives. And with that friend, even though I'm still very angry, even though I still feel, you know, I told that person, I said, you better not show your face to my house. You better not be calling out for me. You better not be reaching out for me. Whatever you have to tell me, bring it to the grave. And I'm saying it on air because, you know, this show is about transparency. And I cannot stand, you know, I cannot stand in front of a smike and lie to you. I don't lie to my girls. Why would I lie to y'all? If you tell me something good, I'll tell you something better. And more than better, I'll tell you the truth. I will never lie. Not on air. So, I'm learning. You know, I know there's all perspectives. Because I wasn't able to see those perspectives when I was deep into it a few days ago, right? Because once again, time will tell. 
Tamil heal the wounds to the extent of Tamil give you perspective. Because my thing about this um, saying of time heals all wounds is that if you're just sitting home and hoping that in the next six months you're just gonna for, for you know you're just gonna pass and move on, it, that, it, if that was the way it would work, we would all be taking little breaks from work. But sadly, it's not the way that works. You have to feel, you have to process, you have to decipher, like Nikki said, sit back and decipher what they really meant. And sometimes, sadly, it's going to show you the true colors in the sense that it's going to show you some shit that you're not aware of. Like for my situation, I found out shit I was not aware of. That makes me look at some people very, you know, over the years, because I'm not only talking about this person, just over the years and all my experiences with taking time apart from people. Time will tell you, time will make you find out a bunch of stuff you were fully not aware of. But hey, what are you supposed to do than just sit down and decipher? Because you cannot just sit down and, not, and forget about it, because that's something I used to. You used to do very daily. I used to just sit. You know, it, it was back in the Lena Del Rey days. I've been listening to a lot. Shout out to... Are we giving Elena a shout Let's give Elena a shout out. You know, she's been laying low. She hasn't been all up in the mess recently. Let's give Lana a shout out. Because I've been listening to a lot of Lana. And if you love Lana, you you caught my little reference of the Pap's Blue Ribbon on Ice. You caught the reference. So, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Lana. And it took me back to the years and the days where... I used to just sit home when I had issues with someone, not even feel it or process it, just play the music and think that I was processing anything just because I was feeling the lyrics. But it's, even though music therapy is real, you know, you can, music definitely has a soothing impact on people and on myself as well. And, you know, we can all vouch, vouch for that. But you also simply have to sit back and understand being able to read into it, being able to understand your part also, because it's all about perspective. You know, I was I was watching. Um, if you guys watch Elite, I'm not gonna give you too many too many details because I'm not giving any spoilers. But that season five and he's a, everything and beyond. It's really good. You know, you guys should catch up. But I was watching Elite recently, right? And the person was basically one of the characters was um, talking about perspective and just he was talking to someone. He was telling me he was telling the person, "Oh, you know, I'm sad because so and so hates me." Now. The inter- interlocutor, the person talking to him, is like, well, what did you do? Back to the character one that says, well, what makes you think I would have done something? But then the person said, nobody hates no one for no reason. Which tells you everything is about perspective. Because you can spin, you can tell a story to you the way you want to. You can spin that story like a damn DJ. In any shapes, shape of form, sense of ways. You can do that. And the same, the person, the other person could do the same thing because it's all about perspectives. And to a certain extent, both of the perspectives might be true because we all feel stuff differently. But to know the truthfulness, you also, like I said, time will tell. Because if somebody is once again only doing this out of a tits for tat situation, trying to get back at you, you'll know. Because if it was really something that bothered them, right? If it was really an issue that the person had with you. But then all of a sudden it comes out when you made yourself clear where your boundaries stand. Can you fully believe in the truthfulness? Or do you see this as something as something petty? And I'm sitting here questioning maybe it's something petty. But like I said, time will tell. Maybe in six months, I'll be the one seeing different perspectives. Who knows? But I also know that as someone that knows where I stand with boundaries, that knows my values, and that knows the type of behavior that I accept and I expect from the people close to me. I know that some boundaries and some lies cannot be crossed. It's just, you know, it's just a matter of being. Now, 
now that I've been I've been going for the last 30 minutes on this little monologue on time, if you guys want to talk, chit-chat, feel free, know the line, 514-448-4013. You can also send me a lovely email. I know some of you guys don't feel comfortable sometimes being on air. You know, it's okay. You can send me an email. I know how to read also. <laughs> so you can send me an email at askmisschris um, at ckut.ca and I'll be reading on air. But... Once again, time will tell. Time will tell you a lot of things. Time will tell you things, for example, because we talked about friendship. We talked about relationships. We also, you can also talk about yourself. Because you know how, how I always say how your first relationship is with yourself. So before putting, you know, efforts and putting time and energy and all these other relationships that you're harvesting with the people in your life you also make sure you need to make sure that you're good within you need to make sure that you know yourself and you know what you want and you know what you deserve and you know what because you cannot simply base your values on these unwritten rules of what is that and how you should feel because this is the way to be progressive no i always say feelings are not to be quantified feelings are not to be explained it is the way somebody feels they're not to make sense it is the way the person acts upon them that is to be questioned questioned you can feel it's one thing that I always try to make my friend understand because my friends understand because even though I'm not the I'm not always the best at seeing perspective I'm not a Libra I'm a Taurus I'm usually sending ten toes down in my own perspective <laughs> but I'm learning more and more over time to be able to understand perspective when it comes to because it's easier for me when it comes to feelings I can understand perspective when it comes to feelings because feelings are not to be validated no, no sorry feelings are not to be quantified feelings are not to be explain with feelings not to be reasoned with somebody falling in love there's no explanation with it if there was some if there was any sense and relations if there was any sense and love and feelings the, the case the rates the, the rates and the cases of divorce would be you know they wouldn't be as high as we are now and i wouldn't be on air talking to you about relationships but here we are here i am and it's a fact feelings are to be validated feelings are to be respected to a certain extent, because big part about being in, in sync with yourself and tune with your own relationship with yourself is that knowing that the way you feel is also, you. yes, you can bring it up to the people that have hurt you, but a big part of it is how you are going to deal with it on your own, because you cannot put down other people. That's something that I used to do when I was younger. People still do that witness. If you feel a certain way about something that has been done to you, there is a part of the process of getting over it, which is having a conversation with, right? You need to have a conversation with it. You need to have a conversation with yourself and with the person to let you know how everything... Oh, wait, guys. I was reading a little email that was sent to me by my love. Just wanted to send you lots of love, lady, you heard. Oh, th that... Thank you so much. And you know what? Let's take a break on this little time thing so I can talk about little things that happened in this week because this email, thank you, love, Tony Amal. But... This makes me think of recently when I was at uh, Mimi's event, once again, which was the bomb. You had to be there. A lot of you guys outside were telling me about the radio show, how you guys actually listen, how you guys actually download the shows outside, um, outside of the Mondays, because you, sometimes you work, sometimes you're at school. And when I'm telling you, I'm this, this, this kind of shit brings, it fills my dome heart with joy. It makes me feel overflowing with just this sentiment of doing something right. You know, I've, once again, like I'm outside of feeling heard. And I want to take the time to really thank all of you guys because 
from all the, the different guests that I've had over the weeks, right? I've had my girl Sayana, I've had my baby Monib, I've had the one and only Miss Mimi, I've had Auntie Miss Tara Marasu, the one and only the, the Queen. And I have so many other guests and talented individuals that I'm about to bring onto the show. Like I said, you guys have to tune in for the summer because we have some bomb program programming for you. We have some things that, listen, I cannot even speak into the air right now because the ups be lurking, the ups be listening, the ups be putting their ears out in these streets. So we're keeping some things under wrapped. But I cannot wait to have those little sound effects go. All these little, and I'm doing it with my mouth, hunty. Once I have these sound effects, this is going to turn into the damn, I don't know, the damn Chris Sullivan show. <laughs> it's about to be a musical guest, and I'm going to be the musical guest every day, honey. Po, po, po. But listen... Let's, let's let's go to a little um, sound music moment. Like I said, I was lucky enough to go see um, Antonia perform last week at Ursa, which, once again, another thing that she had to be there. So this is a song of hers called Levels from 2021.
being vaccinated against COVID-19 doesn't protect you from this. Or this. Mom, what's for dinner? Not this. This. And it's looking like rain, rain, and more rain for this weekend. This. Or even this. Your call is important to us. Please hold. But being vaccinated does protect you from the virus. Vaccination is still your best form of protection. A message from the Gouvernement du Québec. And we are back. Aren't that, wasn't that ad so funny? Now you said, I'd just be playing the ads. Sometimes I don't know what I'm playing, but this was quite interesting. And shout out to Miss Antonia with levels. Wasn't that so amazing, girl? I was whining and thrusting my hips on that little computer chair. You should have seen it. Which tells me, which brings me to the fact that, like I said, I have some crazy, some crazy new, um, new ideas for the summer. I just get so excited. I know I wasn't going to talk about it, but sooner or later, you're going to find out that I might be. Actually, no, I'm teasing you guys. I'm not speaking upon it. What am I doing? I'm not speaking upon it. You'll have to tune in and find out and do process and do time. Because what? Time is of the essence. Let's bring it back to the episode. <laughs> so time is of the essence. So, so far we've talked about the process, the um, concept of time when it comes to taking time away to really get somebody's perspective, right? And we've also touched upon time being an indicator of somebody's true colors and true nature. Because one thing that time cannot do is lie i mean to a certain extent yes people can time can definitely lie but when it comes to a one-on-one more relationship relational kind of aspect or situation if somebody's holding up a front and that front is about to slip and slide like it's from the 305 it will slide it will slip people cannot just hold up to a front for the entire entirety of their lives because your true colors do end up shining at some point and i can always say that's why i want people to be themselves if you stand 10 toes down in your truth, then nobody is shook when they find out who you are because they've been knowing who you are. Whether you're a good person, whether you're an evil person, and evil is a strong word, whether you're a person that has to do some work within themselves. If you're just honest about it, if you're just aware, because that's the other things, you're either dishonest or you're either unaware. Sometimes it's a mix of both, which is a deadly combination. But if you know yourself and if you've done the work, Nobody should stand and be able to judge you for your lack of, you know, for your flaws. Because we all have flaws. This is definitely not about holding people and not holding, but judging people so harshly for mistakes that they've done in terms of how they've treated their friends or whatever, the significant other. It's not others. It's not. It's really, it's beside the point. No, 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 no. The point is just that there is a moment where you have, actually have to question yourself. Because even though everything is in perspective... Like that character from Elite, you know, that I mentioned earlier said, nobody hates anyone for no reason. If somebody really feels so strongly against you, right, and you don't feel like you've done anything wrong, you might have not done anything wrong to your eyes when it comes to your values, but values are not often shared full to 100% and to the full extent of them, of it. Sometimes people, they, you know, they have divergent ideas when it comes to what is right and what is wrong and what is the right thing to do so you also have to question yourself did you cross that person's value slash boundaries in terms of their perspective because once once you ask yourself that question then you can also ask yourself well damn did i know because that's the other thing that's the other damn thing when it comes to time you get to know someone you know what irks them 
you know where they stand, you know what kind of person they are, but yet, you made the choice that you have made. So it comes back to questioning yourself. So many things, so much in life comes from questioning yourself. Ah, I cannot stress this enough. You know, you might think I'm crazy, but I talk to myself all the time. I talk to myself all the time because I usually know what to expect. <laughs> you know, and I might sound crazy once again, but I talk to myself all the time because I'm usually not the type to disagree with myself. Now, that might be counter, counterinteractive, counterintuitive, you know, counteractive in terms of getting to know different perspectives. But if your first relationship is with yourself, right, and then you have to get to know yourself alone because you keep on growing. That's the thing about life. You can think that you know who you are for the rest of your life, but as I talked about it in my the medical conference that I did last week, you have to give yourself the space to be. And like my friend Amal said, time is not only not only like a linear thing that is just straightforward. Time is space, which brings it to space to be. Time is space. Time is fluid. Time is a lot of things. Time is all around us. So if you give yourself the time and space to be, right, to get to know yourself, you'll understand and you'll see that you are not going to stay the same with the same values and the same mindset for the rest of your life. We all grow. Some of the mindset that I might have right now might be very childish. This me being so uneasy in terms of forgiving people and just forgetting, right? Because like I said, I'll bring that shit to the grave. What you did to me in 2012 and what you probably, what you did to me in 2012, I probably still remember it. I might not vividly remember it, but if somebody was to bring it up, honey, you'd see the look on my face and the girls know me. <laughs> I'm hard to forget in both sense of the term, but <laughs> I easily forget stuff. And I know that about myself and that's something that I constantly work towards in terms of, I can't just be holding on to grudges. I can't just be holding on to shit because time will tell. Time is of the essence. And time is something that we could all use to better ourselves. And if you use all the time you have in the world to just hold on to grudges and hold on to the idea that those people are evil, right? It's all about perspective. And you still can hold somebody accountable for the fuck shit that they done. You still can do so. One thing that this whole movement about um, cuddling, cuddling people and their nonsense. I was raised by, I always say I was raised by a Capricorn mother. I was in turn raised by a Virgo mother. And it turns out we're all Haitians. All right. So there is a very low, I have a very low tolerance for nonsense. I am not, you know, I've said it earlier. I'm not the one. I'm not the third. I'm not the buy and I'm not to try. All right. This is, it's a fact. So I can definitely hold somebody accountable for the fuck shit that they've done to me, especially if you've done that shit to me. Because people love to say, you know, it's not, don't take it personal. Yes, God, I will take it personal because you did that shit to me. You didn't do it to my neighbor. You went to my house and you did it to me. You didn't do it to the twin that lives across the street that looks like me. No, 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 no. You did it to me. So, of course, I'm going to take it personal. But what I'm also learning is that a lot of things in perspective is also reflection on people. People just be spazzing out. If it wasn't for you, it have been somebody else. You just happened to be there. And I know, and I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know how hard it is sometimes to really feel that and really understand that. And to not put yourself into like... um put yourself in the, I, don't know, I wouldn't say victim, but like in the main character mindset of that, I am the one that was wronged. I am the one that was hurt. I am, you know, it's all about you. Because when you're mad, you think of yourself, which is fully understandable. You can be empathetic for somebody else if you hurt yourself. You know, you can only do so much. What you can definitely, definitely do is sit back, decipher, and 
think of the perspectives. And I know for a lot of people that are listening, for the ones that know me, you know, personally, I know you girls might be gag because you're like, Miss Chris, sitting on there telling people about perspective. The bitch is blind to perspective. And I'm like, I used to be. Yes, it is true. I have been known to to be quite cutthroat when I block somebody. It's often, go to hell. <laughs> you know, I'm the queen of the go to hell. I don't curse a lot. You know that video that's been going viral with Miranda Cosgrove? Where she's like, what's your favorite cuss word? I don't know. Probably fuck. <laughs> you know that little video? I relate to that to a certain extent because I don't be cussing like that. But I do be telling bitches to go to hell. Oh, yes. That's the Christian in me. That's the Catholic girl in me. You know, I'll tell you to go there. Because in my head, that's where, you know, when I think of anger, that's where I, that's where I, that's where I wish you to go. But I don't really wish it because I don't wish death on anybody. You'll go to hell in due time. Time is of the essence. God will snatch you back when time comes. The same way God could snatch me back when I come out of the studio just now. Let me knock on wood. <laughs> you know, God could snatch me up in these trees. Bam! Hit by a car. Rest in peace. But hopefully it's not going to happen. But what was I saying that for? Oh, Christianity. Yes. Go to hell. So, you know, I'm not the type to curse. But I'm the type to say some of these things. And I still say them on the... I wouldn't say on the regular, but I still... If you cross me on the... <laughs> Even recently, I was walking down the street, right? And like I said, we're talking about perspective. Certain things, there's no perspective. When you're putting my life at risk, honey, there's no perspective. I was about to, you know, I was, once again, like I tell you girls, I'm always out in these streets doing something. If it ain't about a thing, I'm outside. So I was outside minding my own business, going to one of my little um, artistic engagements, the business I have to attend. And here comes this man almost running up on me in the middle of, uh, what street was it? Was it Hutchison and um, Laurier? Almost running down on me, ran down on that bitch twice, Cardi B style. I was so shook. Now, mind you, there was maybe a little one meter across from each other. You know, he kind of stepped back with the car. Like, you know, I don't be driving, but he kind of did like a backing of the car. Oh, no, the backing wasn't enough. I was so shook. I turned my head. I flipped him the, the finger and I went and smashed his little trunk. How dare you? How dare you? And he was as shook. I, was, I could see him screaming from the dam from the inside of the car. I flipped him another finger. How dare you? Times three. <laughs> and you could think, you know, perspective. Maybe he really didn't see me. Maybe he really, he was going through some shit. But like I said, when you start putting people's life in danger, then perspective are being thrown out the window. You know? And once again, perspective. Because when we talk about putting people's life in danger, I've had situations with people where you find out later on that not only was that person not truthful was that person you know hiding stuff was that person not keeping your well-being and mine but also that person was putting you in in danger at risk of some sorts then in those situations it's even harder it's even more impossible to really sit down decipher and see people's perspectives of things i understand that it's real it's truthful it's 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 the truth but once again can you really sit down and judge to the full extent, like your name is Miss Judge Judy, that this person is really evil. Because for to call someone evil, right? You'd have to. Evil is a strong word. Like I always tell you guys, and I maybe not, have, I maybe haven't said it often on air, but I'll say it now. And for that, I am bringing the microphone closer. <clears throat> now, see, I don't remember what I was about to say. <laughs> Funny enough, if it comes back to me, look at me giving this whole little moment of of suspense and i forget the shit i'm talking about but anyways oh yes 
or back. So I'm bringing the microphone back. When it comes to somebody calling somebody evil, evil is a strong word. And one thing that I always hold myself accountable is, it is on words. Choose your words carefully. Choose your words wisely. Words have meaning. Words have strength and power. You cannot simply just be talking from the from the side outside of your neck, and just expect everybody to understand that you were talking out of anger. No, because this other thing that I believe of talking out of anger. If you said it, it had to be somewhere deep down in your brain. Because if I'm angry at you, I'm not going to call you a thief unless I think you're a thief. You see where I'm going at? So I want you guys to also understand, you have to take into consideration everything. Your perspective, you also have to hold yourself accountable. And I'm looking at the time right now, and I'm so happy that, you know, because I was really, for this episode, I've been thinking i didn't bring any guests we're only me and jack in the studio right now but i was really wanting i really wanted to just have a little conversation with you guys because as much as i had a beautiful week like i told you guys i've been going outside these people have seen me on these montreal streets and if you were here the last maybe i think it was sunday if you were saturday if you were here saturday you saw me in my little a denim mini skirt with my thigh high boots mm, i was boots suited and booted Liking the suit, so just boot it. But you know, so as much fun as I had outside, last week was also a kind of a tough time because I had this big falling out with that person. And like I said, you girls can see it. Choose your word carefully. I didn't call that person a friend. Because as much as I can understand perspectives, to me there's some type of boundaries, there's some lines that cannot be crossed. Therefore, that person is not a friend to me. That person is still somebody that was dear to me in my life. So... I can sit back, decipher, and see perspectives. But I can also see that time did tell me one thing. Time did show me one thing. And it was that person's true colors. But hey, just like my friend Tarek and just like my baby Munib told me, you can't just let that shit get to you and close your heart to other people. You can't do that. Because it's one thing that I'm, I'm faulty at doing sometimes. You know, if somebody crossed me, honey... I don't be trusting nobody. I'll be walking, I'll be walking outside, you know, looking from the side, each side every time I'm crossing. Huh, huh. Who's about to run down on me this time? Oh, we have a caller. Let's see what's going on. What's going on? Tell me something good. I'll tell you something better. Hi, Chris. Hey, How are you? I'm good. What about you? Good. I'm loving the episode so far. Thank it got you. me thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the... Um, what is the balance you have to find between opening up your heart to something you might have done that couldn't have been with malintent mm-hmm. and crossing a boundary that they can't go back from? How how can you um, you know how can you find that middle ground between yeah. empathizing with your friend and recognizing the fact that they might be close to something and respecting your own personal space, um, your own boundaries, and deciding to do what's best for you? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I would say it all comes, deep down, it all falls down to um, the boundaries that were crossed, right? Because like I said earlier, some things, it's all a matter of perspective. But when your livelihood, when that person, because, you know, there's malintent, you cannot fully tell if somebody did something with malintent because, like I said, it's all from perspective, right? Sometimes it's just a reaction. The person might not even have thought of what they were doing. But 
boundaries to me and really letting time tell you stuff is that you time will tell you what mindset was the per- where is it coming from from that person because if it's something that just happened in the spur of the moment i'm learning more and more you sometimes you just have to understand that it was not meant that way you know people just be spazzing out but if it's something that the person had time to sit down with think of plan out and still had the 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 balls to come to you and say that or do that to you after they thought of it then honey these lines have been crossed and i don't think there's any point of no return because that's just like in the justice system that's premeditating mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. that's true and repetitive action things come up more than once that you start noticing mm-hmm. so, definitely mm-hmm. oh, very true very true thank you Ms. Chris. of course baby of course i'll talk to you soon right talk soon bye bye and guys come to find out we also have another question i think this question is from michael so hi miss chris i was wondering how much time did it take you to build that relationship with yourself before you felt so comfortable to be with some to felt comfortable to be with someone else also would you play chasing time by azalea banks please i'm definitely gonna play chasing time and to answer your question mm, i would say if i really have to give like a number i would say maybe four years ever since actually no let's do five six years because it really happened around the time i was 16 years old because for the people that don't know I've been, Miss Chris has been on her own for the past six, seven years almost now. So when I was 16 years old, it was um, a year and a half before I really moved out and just started living my own life. That's when I really took the time to understand that if I'm going to be on my own in this world, right? No family, no money, 16 in the middle of Miami. (laughs) If I'm going to be on my own like that, I really need to know who I'm dealing with and who I'm dealing with is myself. So it took me years. and Like I said, I'm a work in progress and so is everybody else. We're still working on that. But hey, everything is a journey. Time will tell everything and you have to take your time with yourself. Because if you really take your time and do the work, it's going to be so quick because you can only but know yourself. But hey, guys, listen, we're going to play the... Oh, we only have one last uh, one minute left. So, honey, we're going to play one minute of Chasing Time. We're going to chase this tune. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Go! I want somebody who can take it apart. Stitch me back together, make me into who I wanna be. But all you ever do is sit in the dark, dealing with the devil. You ain't never ever gonna be mine. Cause I'm born to dance in the moonlight. I feel like spending my nights alone. I try.